Hi friends, welcome back to the My Brave Brain podcast. I'm your host, Cami Lutz, and thank you for joining me on this journey towards creating an awareness and acceptance towards mental health and wellness. Hello, I'm very excited for today's episode, but let me tell you guys, today was off to a rough start, okay? Um, I am a firm believer in like, you know, you can start your day one way and it can end up the other way if you really put your mind to it. But uh, it's been a rough day. Uh, I woke up and so backstory is that right now I moved to the beach with my cousin. Um, originally, we were only supposed to be here for the summer. And so we got an Airbnb, but we're in the process of moving into our apartment, which is exciting. But yeah, so I woke up and it started, I like could hear the fans slowly turning off in my room and then just shutting off. And so I was like, okay. So I went to turn the fans back on, come to find out that the power shut off at um, 8.15 in the morning. And I was like, oh God, I have to work in 45 minutes. Um, so yeah, anyone who works from home, you know, like anything that happens with the internet, if you have a storm, um, or anything. And especially like I have to work with a monitor for my job. So I was like, this is just not going to end well. (laughs) So, um, I, you know, called my mom and was just trying to figure everything out and what to do. Luckily it did turn back on right before I was like, um, supposed to start at nine. Uh, but that just gave me a little like jolt into the morning and I had planned on like working out and, all this different stuff um, that I'm now going to like do this evening or whatnot. But I was just like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. Um, Yeah. So that's other stuff that I want to talk about with you all eventually is like what it's like to work from home and tips and tricks with that. Cause I do have some other friends who do work from home and I will probably have someone on with me. Cause I do want to again, bring some people on here, but yeah, just a little, you know, one of those days. And um, yeah, I want you all to also do a little check in how your day has been. You might be like, I'm listening to you to like uh, talk about something else um, or listen to something else. And Yeah, so that was a great start to my day. Um, But then I did open my fridge and realized that I had made cinnamon rolls last night at like 10.30. And I was like, oh my God. So that was nice. I like heated it up in the air fryer and was like, you're fine. Um, Get it together. So that being said, I wanted to talk to you all about what it's like going into your senior year of college, things that you should be doing, um, and then what it's like to graduate and I am going to start by sharing kind of like my experience with it all and then afterwards I'm going to be talking to you guys about what I wish I had done differently. Um, That is the plan. I like to be very organized if that's not obvious on my podcast Um, but I might stray away and like be all over the place because sometimes I do that too. So if you're someone who just graduated college and you don't really want to hear about like advice going into your senior year you might want to skip a little bit ahead I'm not sure how much I'll how long I'll be like spending on this because sometimes I just talk and things just come out of my mouth and it's just word vomit um but yeah so that being said um going into my senior year of college uh if anyone here is someone going into their senior year congrats so exciting um my brother is going into his senior year of college, actually, which is, like, crazy to think about um, because I remember when, like, we 
were at his high, I was at his high school graduation. I was really excited for him to come to the same university as me. Um, and so if he's listening to this, hi buddy. Uh, but going into your senior year of college, I felt like I was very like in la la land. I remember an older friend of mine told me after they graduated, like, you know, you're at school and undergrad is like Disney world because you're just like at a big like camp with everyone that is your same age and you're like busy and you're doing all these different stuff and you're going out and you're studying and um like you are preparing but you're also just like it's one of those things where it's like you're not gonna get hit with realization until you're like in the situation um as in graduating like you're not gonna get hit with real life until you're in real life um you can try and prepare all you want um But at the end of the day, like there's just going to be some stuff that you don't know until you experience it. And so that's also why I'm here to help. So you're welcome. Just kidding. Um, And so going into my senior year, I had always had the plan of being um, what my 13 year old self would tell people a clinical. what, What was it? A private practice clinical therapist. I had no idea what that meant, but I was telling everybody that since I was like 13. Um, I know what it means now. Obviously I knew what it was going into my senior year of college, but I also was starting to realize that I didn't want to be a therapist for the next 40 years of my life. Um, I think it's a wonderful profession. It is still something that is definitely, um, on my mind, on my radar, because I have not applied, um, hint into the future of the episode. I have not applied to grad school yet. But that's what I had always planned on doing. And then I was like, do I really want to do that for that amount of time? Um, The answer is no. I wanted to figure out more about like what was out there and what I could do. Um, I wanted to be a teacher when I was younger. So I was like, maybe I'll get my PhD and be a professor. Um, And so I kind of went into the mindset of I'll get a job after I'll graduate, after I graduate. And so I didn't really think about it, did my first semester and then... (laughs) then Christmas break happened. And let me tell you, when I was sat down with my parents and they were like, we are going to help you apply for jobs, as in we're going to sit here and watch you while you go and apply for jobs, um, I had an absolute meltdown because I realized there's very, or so I thought, uh, very limited things you could do with a Bachelor of Sciences in Psychology And what I mean by that also is that there's very little that you could do and get paid decent for. Um, A lot of it is like behavioral technician stuff and um, there's like options for research, but like I hadn't even thought about research and I had done research in college, but like not to the um, extent that I'd wanted to because COVID ruined it. Um, Anyways, I was freaking out. I was like, why did I take this profession? Why did I study psychology? I feel like I'm so limited in what I'm supposed to do. I feel like I was lied to. I was, oh my God, I was a hot mess express. I was like, what am I going to do with my life? Um, And so I started applying for like so many different jobs. I barely knew like what a lot of them meant because I was just going through on, you know, um, LinkedIn. And I'm trying to think of the other ones. ZipRecruiter, which... I don't know how I feel about ZipRecruiter. I have different thoughts. Um, Indeed, all the different all the different things. I know I'm a, I'm forgetting a few, but I had the apps on my phone. I did all the things. So I got an interview with this. I looked at marketing too. So I looked at this one marketing job that was in a city nearby, and I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll do this job, and I will live in this cute little city, and that's that. So I did the interview. It was a very short interview process. 
it was not difficult. It lasted a few days. Um, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> if that's the case, please look into the company and um, talk to someone who works there because yikes. Um, yeah. So like people would ask me, oh, what are you going to do at your job? And I would be like, I don't really know. And like, don't get me wrong. Like right now in my current position, I had sometimes I had moments where I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to be doing. Um, but I also knew that I could like I knew people within the company and I knew like different things about it. Anyways, um, or I know currently backtracking to my senior year spring semester, I realized that I wanted to meet with my boss who was supposed to be my boss and I wanted to talk to her about what I was going to be doing day to day. And you guys, and let me just, okay, pause. This is really embarrassing, okay? This whole situation was so embarrassing for me because I just felt like an idiot because I know I'm smarter than this. I know to ask for what it's like on a day-to-day basis and everything, but sometimes it's just tricky. Like people will try to trick you when you're going through this process of finding a job and figuring out what you want to do because um, there are jobs that people don't want to do. And when you come out, as um, a young professional and you're trying to find like an entry-level job, there are, are some people who think like you need to suffer in this job in order to work your way up. I have different thoughts on that. I know some people think otherwise. Um, I think we should all work together. Needless to say, um, I met with this person and she was like, you're going to be standing outside of this building and you're going to be selling phone plans. Yep. You heard that correctly. I was like, so when I interviewed for a marketing position, this is not what we discussed. And I will no longer be accepting this offer. I'm no longer interested. Boom. That took a week um, or a week that like in between getting the job offer, accepting it. And then a week later, I was like, absolutely not. Heck no. That is not what I just spent almost or like, you know, I have some student loans, but me and my family, we did not just spend almost 100K on um, higher education for me to go into this job where I would be standing outside selling a phone plan to someone. I got tricked. Okay. It is, it it can happen to anybody. Luckily I did not let it go very far. Also, they were not going to be paying me well. And I didn't know about salaries. I didn't know what I should or should not be making. I like, and I would like to say that I'm a smart girl, but good God, I wish that I had had more resources, like, you know, going into, this time in my life. And, um, that's, that's why I want to talk to you all so that you don't, the same thing doesn't happen to you. So moving forward, I then started, was panicking. And instead of taking my time and feeling like I had to have a job by the summer because I knew I wanted to move out and I didn't want to move home. I rushed the entire process. I didn't really think into, the nitty gritty of like what this job would get, was going to be doing for me. Because I think that there is a mindset where like I have to have a job. And then there's also one where it's like, I have to enjoy what I do for me personally. I have to enjoy my work. I have to like what I'm doing. If I go in and I'm like miserable, it's really hard for me to do what I need to do. And I will not stay there for long um, because I don't see the purpose in it. That being said, I got a new job and <laughs> I got tricked again. Um, and this time, this time I did take it far. So what happened was I was scheduled to start. I had been in contact with my manager um, and it was like a smaller company in the same city because that was my goal is that I was like, I want to move to the city, but I never thought again, okay, well, like, this is what I want to be doing. This is my goal, my end goal. This is what I want to do after. Right. And so 
I was commuting and it was about an hour and a half of a commute in the morning and at night. And if you start, and also I'm pretty sure that like I had like a 30 minute lunch break or something. So it was going to be like working nine to five thirty. So I want you to think about this. Okay. If you're waking up at seven, if you're leaving your house at 7.30, you're waking up at seven, getting home, you're probably going to hit traffic, going to get home at 7.30. So from Monday through Friday, my life was going to be busy and booked from 7 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yep. Miserable. Miserable. Um, how long did I last? I'm going to pause. Everybody take a, a guess. Do you have your guess? Yeah, three days, three days. I lasted three days. That, <laughs> and it's it's like funny to me now. It was not funny then. I feel so bad for my, like for my younger self because I was going through it. I felt like I had been screwed by the universe, screwed by college, screwed by everything. I was so, so upset, so miserable. I started this job, again, not really knowing what it was. Basically, I was going to be working as a recruiter, um, to try and get, I don't I can't even tell you what it was to try and get like nurses to come and work and take care of patients. And so they, what, what attracted me to it is they, it was like supposed to be in the quote unquote, like medical field. And so I was supposed to be like finding nurses and matching them to patients, which seems cool. But the thing is, is that they were not going to be paying these nurses enough. They were not going to be treating them well. And it was just like a business. Like I wasn't in there. I was like going to be screwing people over. And I don't like that. That's not something I'm interested in. It's never been something you you all know. Like I want to help people. So I lasted three days. And by the third day, I remember I can't, every time I would drive home, every time, every, that Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, I would be bawling my eyes out. I was like, this is the real world. Are you kidding me? This is awful. Um, and I remember coming home and I told my parents, I was like, I called them on the phone and I like called my um, boyfriend at the time. I was a mess. I was like, I can't do this. I like, I need to take time for myself. I need to um, relax after graduating because I just went right into a job like a few weeks after not knowing what it was, not allowing myself to like chill after being so burnt out from working so hard in college academically and also like working 20 plus hours in teaching group exercise, teaching three to five classes a week, I was just so burnt out from a lot of different things. And also just, yeah. And so then, <laughs> then I, I had like, I was really depressed for like a few days. Like I would lay in my bed and I like struggled to get out of bed. I was like not working out in the way that I wanted to. And I realized like I had to get this together. I had to figure this out because I knew that I didn't like like not having a steady flow of income. I didn't like that I wasn't doing something that was going to benefit me. I didn't like that I was going to be living at home. And so luckily I live near like a university that my mother is employed at. And so I was able to start to figure some things out and apply on different jobs on like their website and figure some stuff out. And eventually I ended up doing a year in the AmeriCorps, um, which... Yeah. So what happened was I applied for a bunch of jobs and I put myself in a routine because I was like, this is going to be miserable. This is going to suck, but we're going to have to get into a routine and set some boundaries for ourselves. And so what I did was I had a whole plan. I got back in touch with my therapist, started working with her. 
and I started um, going to the gym at certain points during the day and I set a limit for how many jobs I was going to apply to each day because I knew that sending out them constantly and being on the computer constantly all day was going to make me miserable, it was going to make me hate it and I was not going to find something as easily and I was going to have the same thing happen a third time (laughs) Um, and so what I did was I did that and eventually I started because it takes time too. like and I'll go back with like all these tips and everything for you guys but like it does take time and so I and I'm an impatient person like I want things to be fixed immediately like I you know if I'm if it's like I act on things quickly. So like if I it's late at night and I'm like, I want a cookie, I'm going to go to the store and buy a cookie. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll wait tomorrow. Like I'll want a cookie tomorrow. No, I want a cookie now. I'm going to go buy a cookie. If I want to get a job, I want to have the interview tomorrow. And that's not how the real world works. You might hear from someone months down the road. That's just how it is. Um, and so that being said, I got into this routine and I really like... I I turned a positive spin on it as much as I could. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to spend this time with my family that I wouldn't be able to spend if I, you know, just went into something and continued with um, that one job in the city. And so eventually, again, once again, I did end up with a job in the AmeriCorps um, and specifically the college advising corps, which was just an absolute incredible experience. And I really do think that, you know, everything flipped and turned the way that it needed to so that I was able to squeeze into this position. And it taught me a lot. Um, And so, yeah, if you're someone who is interested in the psych field, like that's something to think about is like doing service. And so um, I did a year of service with them. You're technically like signed on for two or supposed to do two. Um, um, But that just by the end of the first year, I was pretty like worn out and couldn't live at home anymore um, because I had to make a deal with myself. I was like, you will live at home for a year and any money that you would be putting towards rent, you are putting towards your student loans. And so I did that, had to suck it up. And then... A few months ago, I was looking at different research positions after finding out what educational psych and statistics is. um, I I found more passion like in research and um, higher education. And so I applied for some different jobs. And now I have a really cool job in market research specifically for education. So that's where I'm at. That's a lot. That's all over the place. That is my story, what happened to me. But I did have a tough time. I had a tough time after graduating because your social life is so different. You know, everyone goes from being at this one university to moving all over the country. Some even, some friends of mine even went like um, out of the country for grad school, which is like so freaking cool. And yeah, so it was just different, and I had to make friends again in my hometown, and I did. It was awesome, and I'm they're some of the best people that I've met. Um, but yeah, I had to go through that part and really make the best of the situation and like set boundaries with my family as well because like when you live at home, it's just it's just different, especially after coming back from like college. Um, so yeah. All right, now I'm going to go through and give you all some tips (laughs) through the timeline again. So going into your senior year, I would, uh, of college, I would start to figure out um, 
different paths that you can take and different jobs. And how do you do that? You talk to your professors because your professors are probably some of the smartest people you'll ever met. Meet. Whoa, sorry. Um, I wish that I had done that. I like was close with some of my professors and I wish I'd sat down and been like, what's out there? What are different things that I can do? Because guys, there's so many different jobs that you can do that you don't even realize are jobs. Like the job that I have now, like I never would have thought that this was a job and I freaking love it. I'm obsessed. We love her. Um, but yeah, I, I would recommend doing that. And also if you're interested in grad school, even if you're not applying the upcoming year, finding a professor that would write you a, a recommendation letter. And a tip that I learned too is that if you're interested in a PhD program, find a professor with a PhD to write you a recommendation letter, vice versa for master's and whatnot. Obviously, if you have someone who has a PhD writing you for a master's, that's also great. Um, just something to think about. And then, um, but also enjoy it. Like, like if you give yourself little things to prepare yourself in the beginning, you're going to make it a lot easier on yourself in the end. I wish that I had started thinking about it instead of being like, I'll worry about that spring semester. Like, I just want to enjoy things now. And like, not that I shouldn't have just enjoyed things, but I wish that I had thought just a little bit more about what was going to happen. And yeah. And so then <clears throat> in terms of applying for jobs, I know that LinkedIn has a really cool feature where you can use um, LinkedIn Premium. <laughs> I think... I, I don't know who I told this to, but someone was cracking up when they're like, you really got a LinkedIn subscription? I was like, no, I did the 30 days for free. Um, but that's something that I would also recommend doing because you get to see how you compare to other applicants. Um, and obviously, like I canceled mine because I ended up getting a job, but like, and it is a little expensive, but you get it for 30 days, guys. Like that is insane. It's not just a week. Um, but you see how you compare to other applicants and you can like, I think message people that you normally can't. You can see who viewed your profile. Cause I know sometimes it says like, someone viewed your profile, click here to see. And then it leads you to like, just kidding, pay for the annual fee. And then you can see, um, but yeah. And then in terms of like your options and whatnot, again, looking at different, um, categories and things you can do but also look into service as someone who just did service that is something that I think like when I was in high school my parents always told me like I could see you doing service um like the Peace Corps or something and it's one of the best decisions I've ever made um even though I didn't stay the second year I really encourage everybody to do it um it is hard it's not easy by all means you get your your living stipend um but you also do get a seagull educational award uh, which you could use towards either like your current student loans or towards higher education if you choose to go into higher ed again like a grad school program or a phd or whatnot i don't know why i say or a phd as if that's not a grad school program maybe is that the same thing it's got to be the same thing it's got to be i think it is anyways you can use it towards that um and some schools will match it too, which is really cool. So, um, oh, I'm out of breath. I am just going a hundred miles an hour, but yeah, so I recommend that. And if you're someone who is interested in a graduate program or I keep saying we're a PhD program, but if you're interested in either, regardless, especially a PhD program, because that's something I'm interested in, or like a PsyD program, um, which is a doctorate of psychology, for anyone wondering, 
I would think about being a research assistant or doing something with research because it can mean so different, so many different things to different companies. Um, and that's like what I was looking at with when I was applying like the, a few months ago is, was looking at different like um, institutes of higher education and stuff. And like they're always hiring. You probably will have to get like a second little part time job or something, depending on like your standard of living and where you are and how much rent is and cost of living because it's just so expensive. Um but I do think it's worth it. And that's like you're in at a university. Um, and a lot of times if you like talk to your professor, they will know people like like connections are everything. Um, it is insane. Like I, that's like how I've even interacted with some of the universities that I applied to and heard back to heard back from recently. Um, was like through connections and whatnot. And when I mean applied to those universities I mean like applied to their research assistant programs it just took too long for me to hear back from them in order to like move forward um which is why I have the job I have now which again I love it's great um but yeah and that's another tip that I have is that it will take a little bit to hear back so like start the process in the late winter early spring so that you have time and also if you're able to Spring of 2021, Cameron would never admit this, but um, don't be afraid of living at home as much as a pain it might seem like it is. And don't get me wrong, I love my family. I'm very close with my family. My brother is my absolute number one best friend. Um, he has no choice. What? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm close to my parents too, but like as much as you can, if you have the opportunity to, because I know not everyone is able to live at home and I'm very lucky that I was able to live at home. Um, do it at least for a year. Um, I couldn't do it any longer. And it's just because I'm like an independent person and I like to do my own things. I literally bought my own groceries while I was at my house. Like don't, and, and okay. Like every now and then my, my dad would, would buy me some stuff from Costco cause he's, he's the best. Um, but yeah. And don't get, like my family, obviously like, you know, would every now and then make me dinner and whatnot, but, um, cause they're awesome. But I, please don't like put that aside and not consider living at home because you do save money. And if, especially if you have like student loans and whatnot, um, you are able to like pay some off because for those of you who don't know, also, if you have, um, federal student loans, like the unsubsidized and subsidized loans, um, you have six months after you graduate until you have to start paying them off. So like you have time where they don't accrue interest, which is awesome. Um, and I want to do a whole episode on that too, because th- my past job really taught me a lot about understanding like student loans. And one of my besties is a financial advisor. So I'll see if I can get him on here. If you're listening, um, please reach out or you will be hearing from me soon. Anyways, (laughs) um, yeah. So at the end of the day, Olivia Rodrigo once said, it's brutal out here. Um, You got to look out for yourself and do what you need to do. Sometimes you just got to suck it up and live at home for a year. You will not regret it. 
Um, you're not missing out on like parts in your 20s by doing that. You're setting yourself up for better success in your later 20s. One of my friends told me before we graduated college, when I was telling him that I like might have to live at home for a little bit, he was like, look, I would rather move at home, move back home at 22 versus when I'm 28. And I was like, you are so right. And I would think about that a lot, like when I would have hard times just being at home and um, whatnot, because it is it is hard, like when you're dating someone or when you're um, you're wanting to hang out with friends or you want to go out on the town and then you want to come back and you don't want to like slam through the front door and be like, hey, guys, you know, I just had like three vodka crayons. You know, it's it's just different. It's different. And it's also temporary right? That's what I would also have to tell myself is that it was temporary. Um, At the end of the day, you know, everything's going to be fine. And I also just want to say for anyone who just graduated to congratulations. I know that this, I meant to say that earlier when I was going to start talking about like post-grad and whatnot. Um, But congrats for any of the 2022 graduates. Um, I hope that you all are enjoying yourselves and starting to figure some things out. But know too that it's okay like if you're if you're at home and your social life looks different because of course it looks different right like why you know and then also if you move to a new city i just did that and i'm i'm making different friends and i've i'm meeting new people and i also want to do an episode on that too and like what it's like to be somewhere new and luckily like i have i have friends here Um, but I'm also still trying to meet people. And so I want to talk about that as well, because I also plan on possibly moving somewhere else over the next few years where I would literally know no one. Um, and that's hard. Like, it's hard to be the only person because when you're in college, it's like, you can meet someone in your class, right? You can meet someone in the, in the library at at a party, at the bar, you can meet someone at the gym. Literally there's so many different places and you're just like, they're everywhere. Like everyone is everywhere, but it's different if you're um, somewhere where like maybe they don't have as many young adults or 20 year olds. And that's something to also consider, right? Like choose your location wisely. Um, So yeah, give yourself some grace, give yourself an adjustment period. I wish I had not been so hard on myself and I hope that you're not being hard on yourself either because this is a hard transition it's also, it was also so weird, like as someone who never expected to work in a school system, um, I felt so old, like you go from feeling so young in college and like being able to say, oh, I'm in college, you know, like I'm in my young 20s. And like, I remember there were times where people would be like, oh, are you still in college? Like you're still figuring out like different things. And um finishing up and I'd be like oh yeah I'm a rising junior I'm a current senior I'm this and that and then you're like what the heck is my identity where like who am I I'm not a college student anymore and adulthood looks different on everybody there are people who are having kids or people who are getting married there are people who are going out on the town and that's okay like uh, and you're just like we're growing up in this era where you see everything online um and that's that's like it's just so hard. And a lot of people I know have like deleted social media. And um, like, I know personally, I mute a lot of notifications and I don't try to look at things a lot. I say that and I'm here like, eh, I love TikTok. Um, Cause I, I, I know some people have beef with, with TikTok and that's, that's okay. Um, 
I, I love her. I will continue to use TikTok. Anyways, um, as I was talking about like social life and everything, it's okay. Like things are going to look different. You're going to meet new friends. I saw there's two different words of wisdom I would like to share with you. One, I remember when I was like, it was winter break, the winter break of the Milltown, my senior year. And one of my, I was having a bonfire with two of my guy friends. And one of them was like, Cameron, you might be a senior in college, but think about it this way. You're about to be a freshman in life. And that just made me laugh so hard because I was like, this is so true. And that's like the best way to think about it. Because again, like working in a school, I felt so old and like students, like younger kids, like high school kids. I remember I thought like 22 was old. I was always like, uh, okay, whatever. Like, and and it's just hard. You're never going to change their mind. They're never going to think of you as young. It's just how it is. Um, they just don't know you were the same way when you were that age. You just can't take it personally. And I had to get over that real quick. Um, and then the other thing that I have, especially just like more in terms of meeting new people and everything, because friendships just change. They're going to change a lot when you graduate. And I know I've said that a lot and that's like probably really scary and intimidating because you're just hoping that it doesn't. Um, but it's just like distance, like it's, it's just different. Um, and so this other thing I saw, it was like that Instagram page, I forget what it's called, but it's like this dude and he does a bunch of quotes and they're all like in balloons. Um, anyways, it says you haven't even met all the people who are going to love you. And I think that that is so special, especially like for people who, um, like haven't dated anybody yet. And they're like, I thought I was going to meet my person in college. Um, and then they just like, didn't like, or, you know, like again, friendship changes and friendship breakups and relationship breakups. Like it's just a huge transition in terms of finances, um, because now you have adult money and adult money looks different on everybody, right? Like you might be working for this huge company in this one area, this big city, but also at the same time, like your rent is going to be really freaking high. And so things like, you know, I, I see TikToks of like, oh my God, guys, I saw this one TikTok of the studio apartment in NYC. Do you know how much it costs? Do you know how much it costs? $3,500. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Uh, no. Um, and again, to each their own, everyone has their own thing. What, what makes sense for them? I'm a big Lululemon girl. I can't really talk. Everybody has what they want to spend their money on. That's cool. Um, but at the end of the day, like, you know, I don't even know where I was going with that. You just, it's, it's a huge, if you have not done self-exploration yet, if you have not learned to be by yourself yet, if you have not learned like what you like to do, your hobbies, your interests or anything, like this is a time where you're almost forced to be by yourself. So you have to do it. Um, I like made this period of my life was when I made myself get fully certified as a yoga instructor and put myself through this training so that I, because it was something that I realized I was so passionate about. And like, I kept up with teaching group exercise during this time because I knew that that was familiar to me and it was something that I would always be in my life. Um, and I think it's also just a time where like, when you meet new people, like you have to be more intentional about, you know, who you share interests with and like what that friendship brings to you because, um, and, that, and that's how it was like with several of my friends that I met this past year. Like we have so many similar interests and like, it's just cool. Like, I, I think if you look at it more as like, 
I get to meet so many different types of people and like see how they relate and fit into my life. And then like think about also like what you bring to the table as well, like who you are as a friend and everything. And like, I think that when you go through these times when you're not surrounded by people as much, and especially if you're like me and like a really extroverted, extroverted person, it's hard because you take things personally and you're like, oh my God, like usually I love being around people and I feed off this energy, but like no one wants to hang out with me. No one wants to spend time with me. And that's not the case. It's just that things are different where people are located and um, like everyone's work schedules too. That's another thing too to think about is that you're going to have people and friends who are working a nine to five and you're also going to have friends who like are working at um, retail stores or working at a bar or like a restaurant and doing all these different things like everyone has a different work schedule and so that's other re- that's other reasons why like you're not going to always line up with people as well as you did in college because everyone's free on the weekend in college um actually no that's a lie i know people who worked on the weekends as well in college and i also had some shifts on the weekends too but you you get the gist of it like at the end of the day um adulthood is different and figuring out those friendships is you know it's tricky but just like don't be hard on yourself be nice to yourself during this adjustment period and um allow yourself like the freedom to make mistakes and realize like oh I don't like this job and quit three days later just kidding um (laughs) some shade to my younger self just kidding that was not my fault (laughs) um no, I uh, I wish I'd known a little bit better in that. But like, it's okay. It's okay. Things happen and you're gonna like figure things out. And now it makes for a great story, right? I hope that made someone laugh and made them feel a little bit better because they're like, oh, okay. Because I was so embarrassed when that happened and I was really upset because I was like, I messed up twice. And I knew, I was like, I know better. Like I, I should have been smarter about this. Like I'm stupid. And it, oh man, oh, it was ugly. My inner dialogue, horrible, not good. No bueno. Um, wow, this episode is long, but I told y'all I have a lot. I have a lot to say, and I'm probably going to think of stuff too, after I'm done with this. Um, and the last thing that I will mention is that during all of this time in this season of transition and these big big life changes I decided to get back on antidepressants I decided to get back on Lexapro I found a new psychiatrist and I was seeing my therapist regularly and we realized that it was going to be best for me to take the edge off and I want to let you all know that it is okay to go back on medicine after coming off of it Um, I obviously did this with a doctor and they like were able to ease me onto it and then um, get me in a good place. And I had, I, my path, like this experience was like the best experience I've ever had with a psychiatrist because I knew like what to look for and to find someone whose intentions were to, um, to know that this was like a short term thing in that. Um, and by short term, I mean like I just got off of it, like 10 months later. Um, and so just being, you know, intentional with that and also not putting a timeline on it, but I knew that, you know, I was like, you know what, during this time, like, I know things are different for me. It's okay that I am back on medicine and it's okay if you decide to go back on it as well too, because this is a really tough period. At least for me, it was really, really tough. I know it's tough on other people because it's so much change. And if you don't do well with change, like this is just going to be, it's, it's, I think it's better to just like be mindful and also just be like, um, 
okay with like thinking of it as taking care of yourself and um to set yourself up for success like I was crying every day I and I couldn't stop and I was just like irritable and just like super upset um and this really allowed me to like make other adjustments in my life and to meet some really really cool people um and then to like be able to take some cool trips this spring this past spring and be able to like enjoy time with my family and do some good work in therapy. Um, so if you're going through this time, you know, a good time to find a therapist, even if you're doing well, like therapy is for when you are doing well, it is when for is when you're having a hard time, it is when you're in like the middle. Therapy always, therapy is always, always great. Um, you, there's always time and a, a place and a way that you can better yourself and work on yourself. And I love my therapist and I looked forward to like seeing her again because I knew at the end of the day that I was going to feel better. And if you have that mindset, like I'm doing this so that I feel better, um, it's going to help. Okay. This was a very long episode. Thank you all for listening to this. I have a lot of ideas that I want to share with you all that I'm so, so excited about. Thank you for those of you who have reached out to me since starting this back up and just expressed your support. That means the world and more. And I am I'm super excited. As always, you can find me on my Instagram at GFICami. It is also the same username for TikTok. And then I have my Spotify for just playlists in general is my full name, Cameron, C-A-M-R-Y-N, and then Lutz, L-U-T-Z. I hope you all know that you are loved, you are enough, you are worth it, and you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. I look forward. Oh, even if it doesn't feel like it, I missed the best part. You're, you're where you're meant to be, even if it doesn't feel like it, especially for those who just graduated college. Yeah, graduated. That's what my mom and I always say. Anyways, I hope you all have a great rest of your day, week, morning, whatever time of day it is, maybe evening, night, who knows. I'll see you all next week.